Welcome everybody to uh, Slab Stocks interview. I'm your host Nate and today we are here with Andrew Thiel. He is one of the artists that is making Tops 2020 project cards and uh, we are very excited to have him. We're very excited to talk to you today, Andrew, um, to get your perspective on art and then also on these Tops 2020 projects and uh, we'll see where the conversation takes us. I think a lot of people will be very excited to um, get to see your uh, take on this stuff and get to actually hear from an artist's perspective because obviously as you know and we I know and everyone who's listening to this knows is that 2020 tops 2020 project has been insane the last couple of days uh the Keith Shore card just sold 99,000 copies um we'll get into that a little bit I've yeah. got some questions about that um so uh right off the bat Andrew I just want to you know get a little bit of your background um you know your back uh, who you are art just let people know like who is Andrew Thiel? What makes you tick? <laughs> well, well, first off, thank you uh, for having me. I love to uh, you know, talk about what I do. I'm really passionate about what I do and I love my art. Um, so when people want to inquire about it, I love to uh, you know, give feedback and start a conversation because uh, that's what really art is supposed to do. It's supposed to uh, create dialogue and connect people. And um, you know, even something like this, uh, I think was such a great project that uh, you know, um, you know, the 2020 thing, because yeah, it is art on one hand and you have, you know, 20 wonderful artists that they're all known for their signature style and they're bringing a new approach and a new feel to, um, you know, to the card. And, you know, when people collect them, you know, I think sometimes people were, were fans of a player, but then, uh, you know, eventually I think, you know, people start seeing the different um, artistic styles that people are bringing to the table and, uh, you know, they start being, um, you know, fans of, of the art. And, uh, you know, I can't tell you how many, you know, countless, you know, people even said that they, they didn't even collect art before and it opened their eyes to, you know, just a whole new uh, form of collecting. And, um, you know, it's a good entry level into that. So it's for, you know, for the art lovers or, you know, for the baseball lovers, but, you know, not for some, nothing. That's why it's a good uh, infusion of both. Yeah, I, uh, we've talked about this before. Aaron and I um, had a guy, uh, a psychology a psychologist uh, on a couple weeks ago oh, awesome. we talked about um you know the combination of the two worlds and where we see it going and you are spot on it's combining people that love baseball it's combining people that love art uh, what I was always the question at it if you don't mind like, like what did you ask uh, the psychologist like how did that kind of come about like what was the exact kind of question um we were just so he he likes to study like human behavior love interaction yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. he likes to study like tops 2020 projects brand new. Yeah. And so a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, this isn't going to stay hot. This isn't, um, it, people who are baseball card purists are like, Oh, I don't want this. Yeah. And then there's people that are like more open-minded and they're like, Oh, this is actually sweet. Cause a mm -hmm. lot of these cards are awesome looking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're cool representations of the former card, but with a artistic flair. Yeah. 20 different artistic flares. Right. And so he's like, I really like it. I think it's going to stay. I also think it's going to stay in popularity. Um, I'm sure you do too. But then there's other people on the other end of the spectrum who are like, this isn't a real baseball card. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I've always thought, you know, we're bringing artists into the baseball realm. I didn't think about card collectors being brought into the art realm, which is yeah. probably a very nice little bonus for you. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, across both. But yeah, going back to um, back to you know the the initial you know thing. I think you know any single time that you're infusing passions, you know whether it be being you know a writer in sports, you know that, that means you know their broadcasting and their sports writing is going to be the best. I think that's when the best work you know kind of happens is uh, those intersections. You know, especially if you're passionate about you know about sports and you're making art and then. You know, you find you know you find this infusion of the both. I think it's a it's a beautiful thing. Um, so I think that, you know that's really really great. And as you just said, it also brings you into you know it brings you into a world. Um, you know I you know so history about the you know baseball you know cars and stuff like that. Like you know, so I'm 39 years old. Um, <clears throat> when I was young, I definitely uh, I definitely collected cars. You were a big car collector yourself. Yeah, yeah, I collected probably until I was maybe twelve, and then Except, that money went into like Legos and stuff, video games. Uh, interesting. Okay, very interesting you said that. So yeah, maybe it's about the same thing. So I remember, 
a childhood kind of filled with, I mean, that was one of the first things I remember collecting. And it was my first, um, it was also, you know, uh, it was a social aspect. Now you look at it in retrospect, it's like, you know, you're teaching a kid to, um, you know, it's like social currency. You know, you wear a t-shirt, why do you wear a t-shirt with a, with a brand on it? And it brings up conversation, you know, so say for instance, if you have a, a Supreme shirt, you know, you're the kind of guy who shops here, or, you know, you have this kind of shirt, you're a fan of this, it brings you closer, you know, so I think when I was young, I definitely gravitated towards the other people who were kind of collecting, and then also it showed you a bartering system, it showed you a uh, you know, what things were worth, you know, um, I remember like, you know, getting like a blue, I don't know if it was like a blue book or whatever book, and then just seeing the value and, you know, just really, uh, you know, um, you know, going after that. And I think that was, uh, was really great. Um, and I don't know what year that Ken Griffey card dropped. And I, that the card is like, everyone like speaks about it, right? Like, deck? But, well, <clears throat> yeah, so it's funny, because I look at the 89, uh, uh, card. I'm trying to think if I actually, re I definitely remembered uh, that year top. So that year top, so the one that came out, I think it was the 89 as well. So I remember the script, you know, and um, then I remembered also, you know, a naiveness I had when I first started uh, the collection, you know, with the borders and stuff like that. I didn't know, um, I didn't really think that it, that it has such a, a power of it, but it's true. It, it brought you back to the year it was made, and and, and you had to keep it real to the you know the nostalgia. So I think that um, you know, you had to like kind of um, you know, it, it took me down memory lane of you know kind of where I was of you know collecting and and and, and the feeling of it and. You know, and I think uh, it was a great thing. I, I, you know, I think we stirred up from the original, uh, the original topic, but you know, you yeah, kind of great. took me to that memory lane of the cards. It's. Uh, I'm sure people will appreciate knowing that you had a collecting background, and that it is something that is. It brings up a little nostalgia in you to have yeah. made these cards, which yeah. uh, people will care about. They mm -hmm. just want to know that, you know, uh, slab socks. Aaron and I, people hated us for a while. And why was that you think? Um, just, they don't like new stuff. They don't like, yeah. They, there's an old guard of people in the hobby that is just like, yeah, I just want everything Purist. like it was. Yeah. Nothing ever changed, please. And so when you come in and you shake things up. Well, it's like that with everything, right? Cars, uh, you know, people who collect cars, they don't want new parts in it. Um, you know, I was uh, really, you know, and I get, oh yeah, that's how it kind of started. Cause I, I like to know what people collect. It's a very interesting thing, what people, and it was funny that you kind of stopped around probably the same age that I kind of stopped. And I looked, I try to look back and think about why did I just, you know, like had it, had it die out? I, I'm not really sure. So the people who really stuck with it, I think it is, it's really awesome. Um, I love to see people, you know, collect things, especially collect things that, you know, hold, you know, that, that things hold value and it's, and it's, you know, sentimental to them. I think it's uh, super great. But, you know, to your point, you know, some of those purists probably, uh, you know, look back at, you know, look at this right now and think it's like, you know, um, you know, not traditional, something that, you know, they're not fond of and other people are really, you know, um, are, you know, are really, you know, proud of it and, you know, and love it. And obviously, as you see, you know, there's a lot of people into it which would probably bring up you know the conversation of the numbers right like it's interesting to see like how does that how did that influx come right like it's crazy yeah. to think and I, and I have I would actually want to ask you like kind of where it comes from because I kind of felt like initially you were you know kind of uh playing in the realm of you know of the purest of the cars and there's communities and there's you know, Facebook groups and there's, you know, online um, chats and stuff like that. But then how does that exceed, you know, because think about it at one point I quote unquote, you know, beat a record and it was like, and I didn't even know it was a record. It was like, oh, it's 13,000 for the trout card. Saladin mm -hmm. beat it with 9,000. Then I beat it with 13. And then all of a sudden Ben Bola came and it was like 30,000. And now to see this number, it's actually surreal to see have no clue how you know unless people do you know that is a hundred thousand people it's nuts it's yeah. really it's it really it's really nuts um so it's like what are people telling more of their friends about it? are people doubling and tripling it up and it's and, and, and it's know. word of mouth i think um you know <clears throat> ben baller mm -hmm. uh, one of the artists right he has been putting it on his story a ton um i've seen other major places putting it on their stories uh ESPN running articles, right? Yeah. 
um, we've been sharing it. So what happened? That brings in, you know, a new community and then a new community. So that's so that's good for the, uh, you know, I mean, not for nothing, especially during the time of the pandemic. You know, it's like, you know, we spoke about this my first day back in the studio. Um, you know, this project, you know, mentally, you know, uh, was really great for me. You know, um, the last day I was here, I was like digitizing files because I didn't know, you know, when my next day was uh, going to be back. And that's kind of weird going to your studio every day for over 15 years and your building says, we're closing. We're like, closing, you know? So, uh, you know, um, and then, um, you know, kind of kept me like kind of, uh, you know, it gives you as an artist something to do and be proud of it, and, you know? And I also think during the time, collectors, you know, um, there was a time there was no sports, right? And for the first time ever, and it kind of gave something, you know, um, you know, we're at a time where people kind of went through their Netflix already. And they're looking for things that they that really resonate with them, that they really care about, and they want to be a part of. And I think it just came at a, a super great time as well. Yeah, there's so. there's no better time this could have happened for tops mm-hmm. with no sports being played. Yeah, uh, this was the one new thing. Mm-hmm. You know. So where do you think it goes from here, though? So so it's funny because I, I always want to ask a psychologist this that um, I don't know what it is about my, and I, I'm sure it's not just me. It's a bunch of people. If you think about you know, um, artists, like the, how their first album is always kind of like, you know, always kind of better than their second or third. And it's also like, when you find out about something like an early stage of Tops, like, you know, and by this project, you love it. And then so many people kind of get involved in it. There's a psychology thing with me that when too many people get involved with something, I automatically kind of get ta- turned off. I could love a restaurant and then it'd be like, oh, you know, you hear so many people talking about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, maybe I'm just a jaded New Yorker, but like, <laughs> I've been there. I don't, you know, you know, like uh, you kind of like get over it almost. So I hope this doesn't, on that level, I hope though, you know, those numbers don't take away for what it was because I was beyond thrilled of, you know, on this loaded kind of question is that, and then also like, I just want to tell you when I first got involved with it, what I loved about it was, I called it, you know, um, it was like, it, was, it wasn't about hype. It was more about what, a, what the collectors liked. I liked that the collectors didn't look at other people's numbers, you know? So besides the artists, I'm also curate, you know, I, I do a whole bunch of stuff. And anytime I would run an art program, especially um, business-wise, I say, what are the metrics on this person? I'm like, do you like it or, or not? You know, like, it's not like, why are you asking a number of something to make, you know, to, you know, because if they have what a certain amount of followers, it makes you shift your opinion of if you want their art in your place. Um, so what I liked about, you know, this project was that, you know, people genuinely like, I, you know, I love your style. I love the card and vice versa. If you went to, you know, to uh, Sophia Chang or MC or any of those other guys, like Kishore, like, you you know, you are a fan of their art, you know, because, uh, you know, the key short stuff, you're either going to love or hate it. You know, it's oh. not really, it's not really going to be yeah. in between on, on that stuff. Um, and it's, again, I always looked at everyone, you know, throughout the, you know, throughout the project. It wasn't about hype. It was all about what people, you know, resonated with. And now all of a sudden, you know, so where do you think um, things are going to go from here of hitting that bubble? I do think that the 99,000 print run on the Ken Griffey yesterday will probably be a like you were saying, once something gets popular, you're kind of like, oh, let me find the next thing. You know, an artist gets popular. Uh, I don't know, take any artist from the last couple. Take Lord, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of a quiet artist, has a really good first album, gets popular. Second album, didn't like it as much. Yeah. Uh, same thing is happening here where it's like slowly growing in popularity and all of a sudden, a hundred thousand cards sell. Well, there's going to be a lot of people that probably see that and are like, Oh yeah. If a hundred thousand cards sell, you're still going to get the people that just want the complete set of every artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the people that are looking to buy to flip, I think we'll yeah. draw back a little bit. Um, unless it's like a major player, you know, somebody that releases a Derek Jeter or another Mike Trout, I could see huge print runs on that. Yeah. But, uh, Otherwise, I do think it will it'll peel yeah. back a little bit because I don't think anybody saw a hundred thousand cards selling. I don't think Top saw. I, mean, 100, I, I, I definitely selling. don't think so. You know, um, I mean, it's amazing. You know, and, and 
congratulations to him. Congratulations to, you know, everyone, because uh, I always feel like, you know, when, especially working with brands, like it should be a win throughout. It should be a win for the artist who gets commissioned to be a part of it. It should be a win for the brand and the awareness they kind of get. And it should be a win for the consumer who gets to collect and uh, speak to other people. So it should be 100% a win, a win for everyone. Um, someone once asked me, you know, because again, I collected, oh, that's where I was kind of going before that I collected, but I wasn't um, 100% in the know of the now of the cards. Like in, you know, so now all of a sudden, like I get people and they're sending me like all these, like, you know, all this gonna go on eBay for this and all these ranking and numbers. And I kind of like shrug my shoulders and like, you know, I, I don't, um, let's say I don't know or care, but me uh, doing, you know, you know, anything. So I just did the, the cheater. Um, and I'm, I love that everyone like, you know, loved the card and it had like this golden kind of like feel to it. And, you know, for me, uh, it was also very, you know, it was very personal because, you know, it's a card that my family, you know, oh, you're doing baseball cards? Um, you know, where, where's the Jeter? Where's the Maddox? You know, where's the Dwight Good? You know, those are like the ones that they kind of like, uh, you know, asked for. And I just had, I just feel like as an artist, your numbers aren't your responsibility. Um, you know, you have art making and then you have, you know, the business of art and like art making, your responsibility is to tell the story of, you know, of the artist, I mean, of the player. And that's what I want to do is, just, you know, show the history in it, you know, um, you know, enlighten that person, bring out that card as much as it can. And then, yeah, there's a competitional factor of you versus yourself. And you want to, anything you do as an artist or you do an interview is be the best version, you know, of yourself. Um, everything else, uh, what art, I kind of uh, remove myself from. And I just do that to the fact is like, I put, you know, a lot of, you know, um, effort into kind of everything I do. And then if you just start judging things from what people give attention to, then all of a sudden it means like, oh, they didn't give attention to X, Y, and Z. So that means it wasn't as good. It doesn't yeah. mean, you know, if so you, you have to, don't, you, you know, you're, if you start chasing clout, you stop making what you enjoy, right? I, I, love, uh, I love how you said that. Now, not, not for nothing, people, you know, it's, it's hard not to like kind of see those other things, especially, you know, especially if you're an artist and you're, you know, making a business from it, you know, right? Like, you know, because that's really kind of what it is. But, you know, um, you know I kind of, again, I, I remove myself from that stuff and everything else is a bonus. So they say, oh, you know, this sold, the cheetah car sold 20 something thousand and this and that. Oh, that's great. But you don't really know what's, you know, what's what. You could give yourself all the, you know, um, you know, even uh, Joshua would be dead. So um, I saw it like 60,000 in Nolan Ryan. I'm like, what? Like Nolan Ryan, you know, and, and, uh, and that, that's great. Does that mean, you know, his, but think about the numbers this week about what people, you know, are doing. Like, you know, so you know, Mark McGuire is my next, you know, is the next drop, but Mark McGuire wasn't like a big hit from, you know, kind of before. Um, let's say he wasn't hit, but, you know, um, you know, the, the, you know, certain players that you said do really well, right? Like, and then other times that I feel like the overall market is like kind of going up, you know? So it's kind of interesting to see, you know, how, um, you know, how many, you know, like what people are buying into. And like when you said psychology, and that's what intrigued me, is I also, I, I do like to know, the psychology of the consumer, the psychology of, you know, why people, you know, kind of get into things, what people, and even if you don't like something, what don't, what don't you like about it, you know? Um, and uh, that doesn't mean, you know, me is not good. You know, you just want to know, like, kind of, yeah, you know, get. And it, and it doesn't mean you should switch what you're doing if somebody doesn't like it. hundred percent. Pretend like somebody didn't like your podcast, then you would just not, you know, well, not do it. Plenty of those people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, uh, it's perspective, you know, yeah. so my perspective kind of hurts you then really says something more about, you know, you know, yourself than, than what you're doing. So that's good. Um, two, two things that you brought up that I kind of wanted to uh, cover. One is about Derek Jeter. One is a question that you don't have to answer if you don't want, but I am yeah. curious. Mm -hmm. um, a, Derek Jeter, for my money, that is my favorite card of yours so far. I love the look of it. Uh, with the little Yankees field on the bottom and Derek Jeter mm -hmm. in the middle and uh, a great looking card. Thank you. I was looking it up on eBay. It's like $115 right now. Kind of wish I'd bought one when it came out. Yeah. I haven't been buying any tops 2020 projects because we've been reporting on it. So I don't want to, wow. you know, I don't want to be like, 
reporting on it and buying into it. But uh, I will say, I, 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 you know, not for nothing. I think if you know it, you know, you, you have more knowledge than me. I think it's a good, a good thing for you to do, you know, but anyways, keep going, keep going on that. But a uh, great looking card. Thank you. Um, and for those of you that are wondering, the print run is 20,974 um, for those of you listening at home. So pretty good. Uh, my question. So great looking card. My mm -hmm. question on print run, and you don't have to answer this. Don't you feel know, pressured like, into answering this. Uh -huh. But is it better for you if there is a higher print run? Like, do you get like a commission off of? Did did they just yeah. give you a lump sum at the start, or do you get a commission? I think I think every yeah I think um you know my management management kind of handled the, the numbers, but I think everyone gets uh gets a little you know some some residuals on it. You know, I'm not sure you know what they kind of worked out, you know, or you know or what is it right? Like you know because uh, you know, but I just again you know looking at those numbers, it's just interesting to see, you know, what does well and what doesn't, you know, and, you know, uh, and it's, you know, but uh, I, I mean, I, I'm in the business. I want, again, everyone to win and no one's losing. Yeah. You know, no one's losing unless uh, you do what are predicted, which scares you. Right. And then, you know, is that the whole story with the, uh, the graffiti just started printing out an absurd amount and then it kind of like loses value. The, the only thing I, you know, I kind of want to make sure that, you know, when things are, are, are scarce, you know, people want to actually acquire it. You know, um, you know, that's the way I always was, uh, you know, with sneakers. I was like a big sneaker collecting collector uh, in the early 2000s, you could say. And not, and again, same philosophy. I didn't like kind of look up the, you know, the resellers. Like I bought what I liked and that's always kind of been the way I, um, I did things. But I do remember like I had a dunk collection and then, like four or five years ago, I looked at the prices and everything, which I don't really care too much about, but it was interesting to kind of see like, wow, things are going like, like these are next to, you know, nothing for what they were. Mm -hmm. And then in recent time, I don't know how there was like a resurgence in that whole thing, but now all of a sudden dunks are skyrocketing and it's crazy to see, but I guess that's what it's like stocks, right? That's like, yep. uh, or anything else. So, um, you know, but I, you know, I think that, you know, once this project is kind of done, I don't, you know, I, I don't think they should kind of like overdo it and kind of keep it limited to, you know, maybe this program and then not have it something that's going to be on and on, you know, like kind of, yeah. you know. Do 2020, maybe do 2030, 2040, but don't, I mean, don't do, don't yeah, do 2021, right? Yeah, don't do, I was going to say, you know, even, even part of the time, you know, because I think 10 years is probably, business mind, 10 years is, almost like a birth of a whole new consumer what five years is like wow remember that you know i think we'll probably be like the kind of uh you know kind of key of you know you kind of getting back into something you know who you know for the the people who aren't always the, uh, the collectors but i think that it's, it's really good for them to kind of keep it like that so now i'm like actually looking at someone uh you know said like it's true if ben Bolas cards did this like those first the first cards he did only did 1300 does that mean like those cars are going to be on eBay for more money because there's less of them? Like, so I think there's a, you know, to answer the question about that, I think there's like give or takes to everything. I think if you do do a higher run, yeah, there's probably some, you know, some financial stuff on the, on the front end and, and actually more rewarding to know that, uh, you know, these people want your stuff. Mm -hmm. I guess the biggest pat on the back is that it's like, you know, you know, like people. Is that 20,000 of your Derek Jeter cards were sold? Yeah. Also, yeah. another pat on the back is that there's twenty thousand out there, and people are still spending a hundred plus dollars per card. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a pretty big deal. And, and and um, you know, I remember my mom uh, bought a Willie Mays, and then she told her friend. It's next thing you know, she's on eBay. She's like, "Oh my God, they're going for!" It. And I have no clue even what the numbers on eBay mean from five hundred to a thousand. I'm like, I have no clue, uh, you know, of of. And I'm so, and I hope I don't sound naive to it, but I feel like. You know, it's just interesting to kind of see, but again, just like you said about, you know, kind of getting, getting involved in those financials. I don't, you know, it's kind of like betting on your own game and, you know, um, you know, I, you know, I, I really choose not to go to E like, you know, I don't have any, so, you know, and, yeah. and then the ones I do have, I'll probably like kind of keep, you know, um, you know, so, you know, but I am doing uh, some signed ones, you know, coming, coming soon. All right. so, you know, and it's funny because I have about, if they're listening, you know, I was, I was, I'm always a man of my word. So I, at first, when the first car dropped, 
again, the naiveness, right? Like I didn't know. Um, so I probably had a whole bunch of people say, oh, I love your art, you know, do you mind signing it for me? I'm like, sure. You know, like I, I had no, I, I just thought it was a compliment. You know, like, yeah, whatever, whatever you need. So anyone who I spoke to, like I could see from the message that whoever I said yes to, and then I realized like, oh, wait one second. People are, and then people kept on telling me like, hey, you should put these signed ones and do these, uh, you know, people are selling for this price. I'm like, why would I sell my signature? You know, but then I, like, then somebody like, like kind of schooled me to say, hey, these are the tiers, that's how things kind of work. So, so I'm gonna do that as well. But I don't, I don't believe that, you know, me signing something, it should be like, you know, I am gonna actually give, you know, people like a, a little bonus on it, you know, cause I always, um, you know, liked when I open up a CD, you know, uh, I used to like to look through the, you know, the credits and, you know, I used to like to, you know, I'm obviously I'm an artist and designer, right? So that's stuff I really liked, but I do remember the experience of the Topps car with the gum. So mm -hmm. I am gonna, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make sure that, you know, I give them value. And it's not about, yeah, the resale stuff is great. You got, you know, but you as a person, if you're spending X, Y, and Z, I want you to kind of, uh, you know, I want you to feel that. So I have some special things that are going to come out with those, you know, with those additions, just to make sure that personally that, you know, you know, I, I, I make them feel, you know, like they, you know, like uh, they got their value and make them feel special in a certain way. So that. And how can people acquire these, uh, signed editions of yours yeah so i'm just gonna um you can just go to my ig artech nyc and uh by next week i'm gonna have uh the store launching and it's gonna be start, uh, you know starting out with the jeter card because i'm actually gonna go because I have, I have to you know kind of backtrack right and mm -hmm. then after that it's gonna be you know my if my mark mcguire drops then the following week so will be you know and then i'm gonna sneak in the five cards uh that i did beforehand you know so I'll sneak in the ones that I did before, but then, you know, moving on forward, I would uh, like, you know, do the release with tops. And after that, I'll have like those uh, special releases. And again, I, you know, I want to give somebody, you know, everyone who gets something like something a little bit special, just so that number one, that the experience is great. And two, that it values your time. And to be like looking back at, you know, at your wall, like you're giving something to someone that they can kind of keep forever and that they really will want to give their kids. So. Um, if you're listening to this and wondering what else Andrew has out there besides the Derek Jeter, he's got Nolan Ryan, uh, and that is around $160 a card right now on eBay. He's got Sandy Koufax, which is around $370 on eBay. So what, how does that work? Why don't you tell me how, like, how does that, this, the Koufax for $370 actually work on eBay versus that? Um, like, somebody just puts it up and the I'm, I'm looking at the last one that sold was on auctions today and it, 17 bids, $370. Wow. And Sandy Koufax had a print run of 2,149. Yeah. Um, the Mike Trout, your Mike Trout is uh, around a bit all over the place. I've seen as low as 125, but as high as 200. Yeah. Um, and that print one was 13200 And then the w Willie Mays, the last one sold for $655. And that print one was 1464 So uh, he's got a number of cards out here. Yeah. Obviously a bunch of big name guys. Um, pretty, good, uh, pretty, good, pretty good price on that Willie Mays there, 655 Yeah, I mean... Uh... It's, it's interesting to see, you know, to see how it works. So, but, you know, the biggest, the biggest thing for me is, uh, you know, um, I also get, you know, I get a lot of random different um, emails a day and uh, just connecting with people. One is always like how a player meant something to them, you know, think about, you know, what Willie Mays and, you know, he's with uh, the New York Giants and people sharing the story about how their father took him to a game or, you know, Sandy Koufax and those stories, like, you know, I think that's also the thing, of, you know, when, uh, you know, people are doing a card, you know, you have these, uh, these heroes, and I should say, you know, the word heroes, because, you know, that's what athletes kind of are, we're like, you know, like your heroes kind of growing up, and each person, you know, whether it be Tony Gwynn, or whether it be, you know, everyone on the, you know, Cal Ripken, everyone on those roster, the 20 athletes are A1 athletes that, you know, um, they did a lot for the city, they did a lot for, you know, for the, you know, the team, the people, and I feel like, you know, sorry, you know, it's your responsibility to highlight, highlight them a certain way, you know, so when things take off, it's like, oh, wow, people really, 
really do love this and I think it's such a you know such an awesome thing but my you know my you know at bat as an artist each and every time is just to make sure that you know that is done you know um, that's my responsibility same way as like a musical artist is like you know you shouldn't be concerned with how many records or ringtones you sold you know uh the reason i said ringtones it probably shows my age is because i feel like <laughs> well people start like uh you just you're adjusting the craft to to uh to a popularity thing of what's selling what's not i think you should always just keep it 100 percent on your craft and you know you should always put put that first and then your core, you know, core fans will kind of grow with you. So I think yeah. that would be a, a good thing. You see it all the time in music, right? You know, Taylor Swift started out as a country artist. Yeah. And became much more popular doing pop. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And all of a sudden she is firmly into, and now she's backtracked a little bit and doing yeah. Uh, yeah. stuff that's less poppy and more, Yeah. I don't know what you call it, but, you know, you get all these artists that, find a little fame and then dive deep into what people want instead of what they want. And it's mm -hmm. probably not enjoyable. And I'm sure the same thing would happen to a uh, artist that paints or, you know, street art or anything like that. If you start doing stuff that yeah. people want instead of what you want, you lose joy. Yeah. Yeah. Process. That's why, that's why I like to, uh, you know, I like, I like the athlete mentality, you know, the, you know, the Kobe mentality of this, you know, of, uh, you know, of just giving everything that you got, you know, the game be very, you know, very um, heads on of that and not, and not getting sidetracked with anything else except just trying to, you know, trying to be your best. I think that's, uh, that's really important. Um, I do have a, a Tops 2020 specific question for you. Mm -hmm. uh, how did it come about? So how, how did, I'm sure Tops cont contacted management, but mm -hmm. like, they only chose 20 artists, you know, yeah. that's a pretty big uh, honor right there. How did you get chosen? You well, <clears throat> again, uh, my manager kind of set, you know, you know, set it up. So I wasn't really, uh, you know, um, you know, I, I, you know, in, in terms of the decision process, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure how that back end works, but going to what you said, right. It was like, yes, it is a, is a super honor. And I loved also again that each of the each of the artists were, you know, were all from different, you know, cut from different cloths, and, and they all had different followings from you know small to large. And I like the diversity in front of it. You, you know, usually sometimes people get, you know, you know, they hop on you know quote unquote the hype beast train and whatever's hype of now, like they kind of get you know they, they you know they kind of get and it becomes the same usual suspects over and over doing the same things. Like it's the whole thing about, you know, even brands and quote unquote influencer marketing of just getting the same people to, you know, to, you know, to kind of um, talk about it. But if I had a brand, I would want to have different ind individuals who aren't just gonna, you know, just, it's not just, it's just another check or an opportunity, like, you know, something they really, really care about, you know. Um, and if you go back and you know, um, you know, like you know that you know that guy Blake, you know, I really love his work, but you know his passion for for what it, what is it? You can see it, you know, you can see you know Saladin's passion in, in, in what he's doing, and I think that it's really it's really important to um, that they connected with those artists that really cared about it. Like I think that was really really important. Um, but yeah, I, I can't, I really don't know the, the decision making, you know, right. um, on that. But you know, I've been again, I've been through programs where, you know, they. You know they would like an artist but they'll say we need to uh we need a specific kind of and then it could be like a demographic they're going for it could be a certain metrics of and that's a, that's the scary thing too is it's like a lot of times people are looking for you know um almost like a mutual benefit of saying you know we're going to get this person to do this but they have this audience so this you know we could tap into their audience and i get the marketing side of it that's why you know back in the day people from uh, different music genres used to do different things together. Run DMC and Aerosmith. Aerosmith's getting Run DMC's audience and vice versa. And, the, and there's a great exchange, but there's also, you know, a level of integrity of the project, I think, that, that, that they both had um, for it. So, um, so altogether, uh, to, you know, go back to it, I, I'm not sure what their uh, decision making was, but, you know, overall brands, I think, um, you know, I think it's, it's uh, important for them to make sure they pick art, artists that really resonate with their program. You know, a lot of my stuff too are, you know, is, um, 
you know, it's, uh, it's layered, it's textured, it's grungy, but that's me, right? Um, so if, you know, you showed me, you know, something, you know, that, that wasn't really like my cup of tea, you know, I think, I think it's my responsibility as an artist to, to say, no, I, I don't do that. And I think so also it's a brand's responsibility not to just get people that are, you know, are, are in the mix, but to, to mix it up and get people of, you know, of high, low, and, and in between that really, you know, fit what they think uh, is good. And, and on that note, um, I think they did a great job of that. And I think, I think uh, you know, I'm really happy with um, to being around good, good company. You know, um, shout out to Mr. Cartoon, who to me is like, you know, a living legend, you know, um, his documentary just, you know, dropped and, you know, he's probably hotter than ever. You know, think about Eminem is giving him shout outs, you know, uh, yeah. and, and he doesn't even do that, right? And, uh, you know, um, and that you have that, but then Kishore, I, I never, I never knew his work before, you know, and I don't even know really what his following was, but I know it's like, wow, this guy has a style and that's what I liked. And to see him now reach a hundred thousand more people, I mean, I think is a, a great thing as well. So, um, it is interesting cause you know, I'm, we were talking about this before I was not a great artist growing mm-hmm. up, uh, couldn't even draw a straight line. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is interesting cause I've been looking at all this art and you know, some of it, I was looking at your, uh, moral compass series online <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot of it was actually quite cool and I hadn't really ever thought about it before. And then you look at somebody like Keith Shores and and you know you were saying earlier either you love it or you hate it myself want, too you love it you love it or hate it it's not yeah. really you know so and i don't want to get into uh specific artists and if i like their cards or not in case they uh come on this podcast mm-hmm. uh, in the future but uh there is definitely um like i love your Derek Jeter card Thank right you. think it's incredible um Ermsey's stuff i understand why people like it but like for me personally it's taste yeah i just can't i'm just confused by it mm-hmm. but uh it is interesting you know looking at how each guy gets a take on one, on all 20 cards and then yeah. you can look at all these different artist flares and so maybe somebody doesn't like your mike trout and they like ermsey's mike trout but yeah. maybe they don't like king saladin's uh <coughs> uh mm-hmm you know, Ichiro, but they like uh, Sophia Chang's Ichiro and it's, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing about art, right? And, um, you know, uh, you know, not to go into like art history, but, you know, you have like a Rembrandt, which is like, you know, a traditional Renaissance painting kind of style. You have Mark Rothko, which is like abstract style, but it's minimalism. It's like a, a blend, you know, a plain red canvas. And how do you compare the two? They're both art, right? Mm-hmm. But I compare an artist, right? When I think, you know, are they making things from themselves? You know, and at the end of the day, like that's that's it. Like they're they're honest to their craft and their intentions of what they're doing matches their aesthetic, meaning that they intended to do like Ermsey does what he does. Yep. And you know. Even me, like what I collect, because I also do collect art. Like, you know, what I like, you know, uh, you know, you, you like a certain thing. So certain people like a little bit more illustrative style. Certain people like a more abstracted style. Some, some people like a more realistic style. And it's all taste. And it's not to say, again, that, you know, one thing is better than another. Um, you know, like, you know, um, I don't know what, uh, you know, great example is, uh, you know, what people have for breakfast. You know, you can have cereal, pancakes, or eggs. If I want eggs in the morning, that doesn't mean that I, you know, pancakes aren't good. Maybe you just don't like them or you don't want them. You know, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, it's just preference. Um, and again, each one of the artists that I did like was that they, they kept it true to them. And now all of a sudden, what's really cool is when an artist drops, you don't need to even see the name now because now you know. And that's also, that's also, um, <clears throat> that's also something that they probably did choose each artist for is that they did have their own specific style. And there are so many, you know, different, you know, different people like, you know, Sophia Chang with her, you know, typography style over the picture, like she does that, or, you know, you know, whoever it was that, you know, they have an assortment of that as well. And I think that that's a, uh, you know, that, that, that shows who an artist is, is also is like, 
it took you years to develop because besides that of me being an artist, I'm also a, a designer, you know? Um, so, you know, I guess, uh, you know, my, my business of, you know, so I create art for myself and then I kind of create for others and mm -hmm. in the creating for others, I've been working with likes of Adidas, ESPN, Pepsi, you know, even, uh, you know, going back to ESPN, I've been, you know, working with them for almost eight, eight to 10 years, like uh, 2011, yeah, like nine uh, years or whatever. Um, and this is doing stuff for MLB, doing stuff for MBA. And, you know, again, though, it's like, are you going in, going in and saying, I'm gonna give you the best version of you? Or my job is actually to give the best version of them, you know? Um, so there's, there's a distinction also between between the two you know and uh but when you hire an artist like you know art an artist is like their stuff actually is uh is the draw and that's a great thing um well andrew we're gonna wind this up i got a couple quick hitting questions for you mm -hmm. if you don't mind um and then uh i'll let you have the floor in case you have anything you want people to know about uh you know anything you have upcoming you know, in the art world or in the baseball world or, yeah. um, so quick, couple quick hitting questions here. Um, what, you know, it may not have come out yet, but what was your favorite card of the tops 2020 project to make? My favorite. Wow. That's a great question. Um, wow. Uh, I love the old, you know, some of the old ones were a lot of fun. Like you know the you know the the Clemente the Robinson like the, the, those are really great cars. The Ichiro has uh, the same kind of feel as Jeter. With the, the, then some are like scenic, and then it's like you know the, the you know so it depends. But I played around with it, and some some I had trouble with. I had Mari, uh, you know um, Mariano's like car now is super great, but that actually gave me a little bit of trouble at first because I didn't like you know what he was wearing, the positioning, you know. So I think that. Trout was like an easy one because the form had and you know a lot of strength to the form of it. So I think you kind of look at that stuff, you know, when you're doing a card, and then other stuff you kind of, you know, it kind of evolves, right? So my McGuire is dropping. I didn't actually have fun with that. I struggle with that one a lot because I redo things a million times so I get it right. But you'll find it interesting when you really look at it. I have like a whole fans. Like the whole fan background is like little pictures of him and you'll see like when it drops it's, it would be pretty cool but you know you, you kind of struggle with those like making that the best so the ones i had fun with um i think uh henderson was really good as well i think any anything where, where the original assets were like really strong mm -hmm. and then i also like the old school kind of version you know so it kind of went back and forth you know so sorry for a big answer oh, yeah. and, uh, Yep. And, and and the next one I look forward to is uh, strawberry. You know, strawberry was a, uh, I said strawberry, uh, good and um, just because I was an uh, you know original Met fan as well as the Yankees, so I have an obligation to make sure that you know when people talk about you know you know uh, you get, for Queens you got to make it make it really nice. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I would say look forward to that one. All right. Um, if you were to, uh, well, actually, I had a question that came off of your answer. Mm -hmm. um, when did you start? I can't imagine that. I imagine each card took a, a bit of time to make. When yeah. did you start creating these? How long uh, did it take to create all 20? Well, I work like a crazy artist. Like I kind of like pretend like you have 20 pictures in a room and I kind of like to do little, 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 and then you know, uh, see how things kind of develop. So if, right? if it was like your Thanksgiving dinner plate, you eat a little turkey and a little mashed potatoes and a little yeah. cranberry instead of eating one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm very bad at doing things one at a time. Like that's how like, you know, I'm very like ADD ish in terms of doing a little here, a little here. And then also like you start picking up stuff as well, you know, you know, throughout, you know, um, you know, so it's, uh, and you could kind of see, you know, you know, see the difference. Like the Willie May stuff was like, you could kind of see more, of less scenic, but more like, cause that's really my traditional style is like, you know, I kind of, um, you know, uh, do a lot of collaging and it's like ripped things on top of ripped things and peeling back and adding, but then, you know, some added to the scene and then, then it's like, you know, so it's funny cause then you start going one way. I could see like the period which I did, did them, 
you know, because you can kind of see where, where your mind was at the time. But yeah, it's definitely like little by little. And then as soon as the releases kind of come back, I kind of revisit them. I had, um, I had to like kind of to force, um, you know, uh, digitizing a lot of stuff right before the pandemic. You know, again, I haven't been here since, you know, um, you know, so I had like all these like little paintings like kind of around and I kind of had to find a way to just finish the portrait, you know, um, and then get all the elements. So some stuff that I would have done by hand, I kind of had to do uh, on the computer, um, you mm -hmm. know, so I kind of had to like force, you know, uh, you know, again, doing the portrait over here, doing the number over here, the old jersey, old tickets, and I kind of had to, you know, so that this, this was just an interesting uh, process with that. Okay, so not one at a time, just little Scattered. by little, every single yes. card, and yeah. they probably all got finished around the same time then? Yeah, same way. Did it take somebody. you months, weeks? Uh... Um, so I, I did like a special, uh, I'm having like a Heritage Series thing come out, so I did like a special, um, not a Jeter card, but one that kind of like a Heritage Series to New York and, the, and, and you know, say the Bronx, but and I'm going to do that for all the major cities. It's kind of separate. You know, so I spent maybe 15 to 20 hours on that, like the, from this weekend till, till now. So each card, you know, was like that, but just kind of like, again, um, uh, throughout a different period. So you had to like kind of work on, again, the portrait and then the composition. And then, and then you sometimes you have to look at, you know, you kind of have to like, you know, right before it goes out, you have to kind of look at it and say, you know, I always ask myself if, if you weren't the artist and you were seeing this, would you buy it? Would you love it? And you never want to give yourself a 50, 50 answer. You know, how good is everything one to 10 without the seven, you know, because if you want to take out the seven, six is bad, eight is good. Right. Then you start like anything that's kind of like borderline, then you, you gotta, you gotta step it up, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't accept anything less than a hundred percent of what you enjoy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But sometimes also you could, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, you know, be your own uh, worst critic, you know, so you never know. You're, it's a balance between, between the two. Yeah. It's like uh, every time I'm sure you cook at home, uh, mm -hmm. I'll do some cooking, you know, everyone cooks and you might cook something and uh, whoever's eating it enjoys it. But you yourself is like, ah, I could have done better, you know? Yeah. And no, I mean, I, but but I have no care or responsibility. You sure. know, it's more like a game is ending and then all of a sudden Kobe scores 28, but then he's home watching the video and torturing himself over, you know, and again, it's not about the results, about what he did wrong or right. And then it's like, you know, but sometimes you effortlessly score, you know, certain, you know, like I don't have a, Art is the only thing that I have, like, yeah, like this. That's why I say art is like never done, right? Because yep. some of these abstract paintings will be in my office and I'll paint over them relentlessly. And it's probably, if you saw, I'm like, bro, you should have just kept it as is. And hmm. you gotta, like, you know, you gotta balance that. You know? I suppose if you do get to a point where you're like, I have achieved the top of my game, you would never want to continue. So, yeah, it's always, uh, it's always the chase. I think it's a, yeah, I think it's also a tortured artist. They like to feel pain in what they do. Instead of saying this is fun, they were like they they, they like the, the agony they put into everything sometimes makes it feel feel a certain way. All right. I can I can respect that <laughs> at least. Um I don't now obviously musical artists, right? They will join up and uh Justin Bieber will sing with Ariana Grande and that's some new song that I don't remember the name of that I saw on Twitter the other day. Uh I don't know if artists, artists do that, but if you were to join up and do a collaboration with any of the other tops 2020 project artists, who would you choose? Um, a cartoon is like my, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, that's, that's uh, the whole essay studios are, are my guys, you know, um, you know, his management is, is with me, you know, so. And I, and I love those guys being there for the first time, seeing LA culture meets New York culture. That's like kind of like, and why the LA I think will be something very interesting in that dynamic. And plus the styles are so different, but you know, uh, I mean, he, he's amazing, you know, yeah. super, super amazing on uh, the level of what he does and his, you know, his dedication to the craft and, you know, what he represents as a whole is just, 
next yeah. level. Well, maybe uh, maybe for Tops twenty twenty one project because they're making too much money from this, they'll have, <laughs> they have collabs. Hey you guys, huh? hey, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, we we actually got some got some posters from him uh, yesterday. Oh, dope. Aaron did. Uh, so we got three posters of the same kind. They look, they're what kind of posters? Um, so it's a uh, it's L.A. Mm-hmm. and it says like Clippers, and it's got like a oh, okay, okay, the Clippers, yeah, Chevelle yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah, his car, oh, his car, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's sweet, it's sweet looking. I, nice. I looked at it, I said, man, you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge art guy, but I would hang this on my wall, you know. Yeah, we have to think about it, you know. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, like you have a stadium behind you, you know, you just gotta find people who who uh, do what you love as well. So they do art, right? But Maybe they're they're doing art about you know baseball or something else that, that you're passionate about you know yeah. um, and sometimes also you know our, our artists bring out something of you that you didn't even know you know so that's also yeah good thing. I I had no idea now I just need somebody to uh, do the exact same thing but for Milwaukee ah there you go there you go so so or, I, a, or maybe maybe you should do a, a local Milwaukee like talent search and yeah you know, and see, get some see get some goes. background. Get some background mm-hmm. stuff for the wall back there. There you go. Um, well, I, uh, I'm out of questions. Was there anything specific you wanted to cover on this Tops 2020 project? Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, I uh, just wanted to say thank you to everyone who tunes in, to you, to the project, and anyone who follows me. You know, I can't express the gratitude I have for, you know, you know each one of the emails or calls or you know or anyone that didn't know about my art that now we're connected through uh this project i think it's a great thing um you know i have the store launching soon so you can go to my social and see that and yeah um you could check out i guess all of my um handles and that's at artech nyc which is uh you know my main social um andrew field a-n-d-r-e-w-t-h-i-e-l-e.com that's like my main personal art and then my other commercial projects i kind of run at artechnyc.com all right um and lastly uh speaking of projects do you have any upcoming projects that you'd like to let anybody know about maybe anything that you got coming up in uh june july that you're like hey this is gonna be pretty cool check that out well the reason why i'm like shrugging my shoulders is because i had a couple amazing things that were supposed to kind of come up before this whole Pandemic. pandemic and then it's got a way for you know for, for retailers and for sports to be alive again so i could uh you know get back to that stuff but you know i definitely had some some dream collaborations on that aspect but you know um not for nothing i continuously kind of make work you know you know uh, whether through this project or through commissions and other stuff and you know uh you know the other big brand stuff and stuff to look at after they happen when they happen and but as artists, we're always pumping out work. So check it out. And then, uh, you know, you'll see it. Perfect. Well, uh, thank you, Andrew. Uh, everyone who is listening to this podcast, thank you for tuning in. Hope you go check out Andrew's work. Um, go check out his Art Tech NYC Instagram page. Um, got some good stuff on there. And uh, at the very least, if you see his cards popping up, maybe snag one or two there you on go. Uh, Top there 2020 you go. Project. So. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, man.